Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Time Lightning How Poetry Found Me podcast, where we talk about alternatives to allowing your mind to grow. And one thing that this podcast talk about specifically, and something that has worked for me significantly, is the ability to write what you're feeling in poetic form or in a form that's comfortable to you. Oftentimes, we don't discuss the importance of writing things from a therapeutic point of view, but this is what we deal with. This is what I try to bring to light when it comes to making you, yourself, an instrument to your own success. And writing becomes that tool that one needs in order to achieve his or her dream. And I want to talk about today is the UOU Summit Part 4, where Eric Thomas and the team try to get everybody on the podcast to understand their value and their importance to the dreams and goals that they aspire to. Now, with that being said, once they get into the podcast, they talk about, like, metaphors of, like, lions in the jungle and that they say that lions are not the most powerful creatures in the wild because they run alone they don't amount to much individually but they say that the most important creature or the ones that run the pack is the African wild dogs because everything that they do, they do as a group, do as a team. They do it to take care of each other. And when you think about that metaphor, that metaphor is powerful in the sense of if you relate it to people, it's important because people seem to think that they do things alone and that there's nobody in the world that can help them. That they can think of the ideas, that they can create the ideas, that they can become a one-person mastermind. And I think that that's very difficult to do because there's so many layers to success. And even in Dr. Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, he always emphasized like the term mastermind is something that I first read in his book Think and Grow Rich where he was saying that people when they get ready to go into an organization they have a group of like say for instance if it starts off with one person then when that one person goes out and seek another person the first person makes sure that the alignment of the second person is in is coherent with him or her Then when they go and get a third person, the two of them weigh the answers and opinions of the third person to make sure that they coincide with them. Because overall, they have an overall goal, right? And then when they get a fourth person, they do the exact same thing. All parties are there to make sure that this person fits into the organizational structure of the success that they're trying to build. And I think no matter what you do, no matter what book you read, no matter what organization you study, 
there's always a group of people that determines if someone is going to be valuable to their organization. And even when um, E.T. was talking about those things, he was trying to get people to understand that you have to get with someone that has a proven track record of success. Not anything that someone does in theory, but something that is actually done in literal practice. And in order for you to be successful, you have to seek out someone that has a similar core values that you have. And he would also point out that if you're trying to get with his organization or have him to say something motivationally to you, and you're trying to get rich quick, he said it doesn't work like that. That he's not your type of person because he don't want to scheme anybody out of anything. And when you when you think about the integrity of a person, then that's what you look at. You look at what value does somebody bring to your life? And is that value consistent with the way you see yourself long term? Now in today's society, everybody won't wants to get rich quick because they see what wealth does well not necessarily wealth but what money does and how it impacts the environment and the people and the cultures that they live in but when you make that the aim and you get the aim but you don't have any core values to it then the money becomes an illusion you know you have it one minute and then it's gone and we don't try to build a foundation internally something that we can stand upon even when the money fails you need values that grounds you in the world so that you can understand that everything that you see is not gold and when you're looking for somebody to be a part of an organization or you're looking to become a part of an organization there are certain things that you got to break down and everybody got get-rich-quick schemes. And you just got to kind of watch out and find out who's true in it. And if you're kind of watching yourself when you do that, then you become aware of what's real and what's not. But the thing about us is we really want to get rich quick. And the example that I use is like Warren Buffett. He has this, um, like they have this biography or he's actually giving you information on his HBO Max things called um, like, Warren Buffett listening to Warren Buffett or Warren Buffett something but anyway it's on HBO Max so I was watching it but what people don't understand is that the reason he's a billionaire is because he started doodling with finances at a young age like about five I think how to save money how to make money what to do with money how to invest money and he invested so much in his portfolio so, so diversified that he's one of the richest men in the world. And he tries to give you investment tips. And then there's another young man, I can't forget his name, that was alongside him along the way, and you don't really hear much from him. But they got like minds. And even though they're opposite in nature, the goal that they try to get people to realize is the same. So when you're joining somebody, or you're joining an organization, or you become lockstep with someone, you got to make sure that their goals are the same as yours. And this works in almost anything that you do, because some people want success so much that sometimes everything that they want to do for is everything that they want to do for. 
And then there's some people that are just slow burners. They don't want to like rush to get everything. They want to enjoy the process. They want to see what it's like when you come from brokenness and then you elevate to having riches and then you elevate to having wealth. And when you have wealth, then you begin to understand the significance and the importance of investment. And a lot of times what E.T. was talking about, and Dr. Hill talk about the same thing in, in Think and Grow Rich, is, and, and Tony Robbins says the same thing, and Les Brown says the same thing, is that you have to have a determination and a desire to want to achieve the goal that's in front of you. Now, all of the people that I mentioned wanted you to go out and listen to them speak. But not only did they want you to listen to them speak, they wanted you to take that information and put it into a service for yourself. And then once you begin to grow that, then you begin to add other people to the foundational process of what you are trying to accomplish. And every one of them has done that. And the message with the summit part four is you got to find someone, some bodies, that's on the same wavelength as you. You don't have to do the same thing. You can't do the same thing because then you're fighting for crumbs that way. You have to specialize in what it is you want to do so it helps the whole team. And when you're helping the whole team, then you're helping yourself. And when he was talking about the African wild dogs and their process for success is that they help each other out. They help the entire pack out, no matter what. Now, there was a time before everything got microwavable for success that people were in it for the long game. And they knew that in the long game, that what they started out with now, if they have a good, solid plan and foundation, that will grow into what you ultimately see today. And we got to figure out for ourselves, what does it look like on our platter to kind of make our lives be in step with what we want to achieve? And if you can find a way to achieve that with a group of people, then, you know, you got a group of people. Sometimes it can't be family members because family members don't believe in your dreams as much as you would. And the thing about family is you got to love them for being your brothers and your sisters or your mom or your dad or your cousins or whatever. But they can't go along with you in the journey if they're not going to go all in on what you see in yourself. And and can't no one else see inside of you but you. You can express it to someone, but they can't see and feel the energy that you have or the passion that you have. So therefore, you might have to walk it alone for a while until you can get someone to see into your vision of what it takes to make it work. And I know, like, one example, one recent example a couple years ago was Jordan Peele when he tried to get the movie Get Out made. And he was seeking people to give him money to make it work. And he got turned down by investors and investors. But somebody took a chance on him. And the person that took a chance on him gave him the money that he needed with the hopes of the movie being good. But... Jordan Peele knew that the movie was going to be different and it was going to be good. It's just he needed the resources to do it. And most of the time, you need the resources. That's the, the number one thing that holds a lot of people back is resources. 
And when you're looking for resources, you're looking for somebody to invest in the ideas that you have. But if you don't have anybody, you still have to find out a way to make it work yourself. You might have to penny and nickel it and dime it until you can get to where you feel when people see the product, they are willing to go all in with you. Now, after he did a get out, then all of a sudden money just came out of nowhere for him. Why? Because he had to prove himself. And the thing about you is you're going to have to prove yourself no matter what organization you're in, no matter what particular job or profession you feel that might be vital to your existence. Whenever somebody hires you or you hire somebody or you start a business, you have to put more stock in it than anybody else. Why? Because it's yours. But once you find people, then you got to be willing to let go of some of that so that everybody can eat at the table. But at the same time, people got to create their own self-worth, their own net worth, and be able to contribute to the overall idea of what it takes to be a successful person, a successful business, and a person that wants to serve humanity in such a way that they give them the things that they need so that they can achieve the dreams that they want. And we can, you know, we can break down and dissect this in every way imaginable, but nothing really works unless you can get out and make it work for yourself first. And when you begin to do that, then you begin to feel that your dreams and goals has value. And when you can feel that, then you can make things work. And sometimes it's going to take sacrifice, like E.T. was saying. Sometimes it's going to take sacrifice. You got to be willing to give up something to get into the room where success is ultimately laid. And I think in this particular part of the summit, he was talking about how he got in the room with Warren Buffett and what that meant to him and what the information that was shared. And sometimes it's the information that you need. Like you can have all the money in the world, but if nobody gives you information on what to do with that money, then your money doesn't produce any more money, no, don't produce any more income. And the main thing that um, people do today is what they've been talking about a, a lot of time is having several or multiple streams of income. That means money coming in from all directions so that you don't have to live an impoverished life. And that's what everybody in the world is trying to do. They're trying to find out how can they find that fix so that they don't have to live a lifestyle where there is a lack of something. And Tony Robbins said something and Les Brown said something. I think E.T. taps on it too. Is that the reason people want to be successful at something is that everybody lives in a state of pain. And when you live in a state of pain, that's the one thing you want to escape. So you have to have an ultimate desire to remove pain from your life. But that could come in many forms. But pain ultimately is what you attach to the world that you see and the value that you see other people have to make you want to do something or the rejection that people may put upon you to prepare you for and once you can once you can get past the pain, then you can see the gains that'll be made for you by leaps and bounds. And when when we talk to people, we talk to them from a painful situation. And I don't know many successful people that 
doesn't talk about how painful something was for them. And like even when I talk about myself, when I think about the books that I've written, and I thank God for those books, is that it ultimately came from a point of pain. And that pain was something so great to me that I didn't know how to express it all. What would I do with the pain that was brought upon me by the natural process of people not living on the planet that long or if you're not taking care of yourself that you are jeopardizing your health for the things that's in front of you. And that caused me angst. And I felt that life was unfair. And I didn't have a group of people that I could go to and talk about this pain. And I don't even know if I would have, to be honest with you. Because pain is something that you can hold dear as few or it could be something that you can hold that can confuse you. But I do know like every one of us are going to experience some form of that in our lifetime. And it's, it's what you do with it that determines how far down the line you want to see yourself and what you want to do. And when he was talking about all these things in the summit about trying to build build you up to get you to understand that you got to be with a group of people of like minds. I think about like when I grew up, you know, I had friends, but not like-mindedness in terms of goals and dreams because we didn't stick to anything. It's when you can realize that you find somebody that's willing to go that mile, that extra mile with you so that you both can achieve something. And someone got to be willing to give it up so that it can make it. And I was listening to um, Drink Chance, and they had the guy, I don't know which one of the Bone Thugs and Harmony rapper it was, but they was talking about how they were growing up in Cleveland and how poor they was and they didn't have any money. And they, they, it was like, now listen what happened, it was they, it wasn't one person. They decided to go to California because they wanted to meet Easy. e They didn't have nobody else in mind, but they wanted to meet Easy. e so they got money together and they got a one-way ticket to California. And when they arrived in California, things were really hard for them. But their goal was to meet with Easy. So they called the office of Easy every single day. And the lady that answered the phone said, okay, you guys have been calling so much, I'm gonna get you a meeting with Easy. So Easy calls them and they tell, and he tells them that it's him, and they think that it's a game. They think somebody's playing a joke. So the, one of the guys in Bone Thugs and Harmony gave the guy that was like the best rapper, as I would say, and they told him, go ahead and spit that rap that you had, and he started doing it. And then Easy E became overwhelmed by it. He was like, yo, man, yo, you, well, we, I'm going to call you back later. And so... They was excited about it, but come to find out the person that they were staying with locked the phone up in the in the room by mistake. So they missed the call. Now check this out. Now once they did that, they found out that Easy E was going to be in Cleveland in their city. And they told them that if they get there, then they can open for Easy E. They had no money. So they went, scrounged up some money, and got back to Cleveland and they open up for Easy e Then they go backstage, 
And then there's people back there, and they talk to Easy E, and then they become Bone Thugs and Harmony. Now, what I what I mean by like when they was talking about those African wild dogs, those four men at that time they were like 18 and 19 was hungry enough, and they stuck together long enough to give you one of the greatest one of the greatest rap groups at that time, I think in history because of the unique style that they have. But that would not have happened if they all if their mind wasn't synchronized on trying to reach one person. And no matter what nobody say to me, I think the laws of the universe breaks in somebody's favor when they do that. Because their mind is harmonious and is looking for that break that they need in order to achieve what they want. And they got it. And even though the phone was locked up in the, the room by mistake, they still knew that that's what they wanted to do. So once they found out that their mentor was in their city, they did everything they could to get to the city. And the rest of it is history. So when you think about, you know, running in a pack, when you think about what success has and what you lack, you find it if you're with some people that have the same thing in mind, even though you may not do the same thing. And like Eric Thomas was talking about the people that sit at his table, he said not only do they sit at his table, but they have their own table too. And his main thing about trying to get people to understand it in the summit, like if you come into an organization, you can come sit at this table, but this table is not meant for you to stay there for long. This table is meant for you to go out and get your own table. And when you come back to the mastermind table, you come with things to help propel the organization farther into investments, into finances, and into trying to change people's lives. And the reason I bring up Bone Thugs and Harmony because it, it Bone Thugs and Harmony, because sometimes when you see rappers in front of you or you see anybody of success, you don't know what they've gone through to get to where they need to be. Nobody really knows, and they can share with you the details, and then you can kind of visualize what it takes to do that. And it, with Eric Thomas, he's trying to get the people in the summit to visualize what it takes to be at that table and visualize where you would be six months from now, or a year from now, or three years from now in order for you to become the person that you want to be. And these are the things that we're fighting in, in, in America in general. Nobody is banding together to make the life make life better for all people involved. People get in organizations to better themselves and to better just that organization. But when you become successful at something, and you know that you have the key or part of the key to it, then you have to share with other people because you never know who really needs the information, who can benefit from what you are actually putting out to make the world a better place. And this is what you have to gather from information that you get off of YouTube and maybe that you get off of Instagram, anything that you get off of Facebook, anything that you read. You're trying to read something that's going to elevate you and put you in a position to not only be able to help yourself, but then to be able to serve others. And there's always somebody in the world that's in pain, right? They're in so much pain that they can use some uplifting. And when when I talk about that, I was talking, when I go back to myself, like I was in a lot of pain, you know, when my mom passed away. But I'm just going to be honest with you. There was nobody to uplift me. There was nobody that could help me. And I'm not saying this to be... Um, overconfidence or arrogant but there was just nobody like 
young ladies that I was dating at the time or women that I knew at the time, they was they was trying, but they couldn't pierce the veil because I, I don't think that I would allow that. Because I was in my world of like sorrow because my mom was gone. And I really needed some help. I really needed some help, but it wasn't the kind of help that I think that a person could give me. But when I when I reached out to God in my own way, you know, God came and rescued me from the pain that I was in. And God didn't say that he was going to eradicate my pain. He just wanted to relieve some of the pressure that I was feeling from the situation that happened to me unexpectedly with my mom. And because of that, I was able to write and express myself in such a way that I was able to take the burden off of my spirit, so to say. I was able to clear my eyes and see what was in front of me. And I was able to write the books that I needed to write because of the number that was in my head. And now we we find ourselves every day of our lives, ladies and gentlemen, trying to write things down and implement the steps involved. And you have to always understand something about this. It doesn't matter how you start, right? You just got to start. And it was this young lady on there who was like one of the motivation motivation speakers. I, I can't forget her name, but she was really good. And she was telling people that you got to start with your first step. She said, if you take your first step, trust that it's not going to be like me in my 19th step. But you got to be able to start to make it make sense. And what she did is she gave the group of the UOU Summit, she gave them the beginning of how she started trying to speak on Facebook. And it wasn't good when you see it. And then she did it again, and you got to see it. But then as she went along, you saw her getting better and stronger and crafting the gift that now she is really good at what she does. So my thing to you is like, even before anybody finds you or you go out and you try to look for people, you got to first be strong enough in yourself to do things. And I don't know what your gift is. I don't know how you're going to express your gift. But the one thing I know that they do say from Dr. Hill all the way to ET is that you got to write these things down. You got to write these steps. Even if you got to put them in your phone, you got to put them somewhere so that you can kind of see them and recognize them and be able to do it every single day of your life. Because it's the consistency that builds you. Eric Thomas was like 30 years in the game now. So when he was doing it back back then for free, because he really felt that he was making an impact on people, then he decided to say, well, you know what? Let me see, can I monetize this the right way? And it's because he had been doing it for so long and that the people around him had confidence in him that they all betted on his success and he did not disappoint. So even when you're starting out, like you might just do it before you even know it's going to be successful, but you got to do it so that you can kind of feel what the process is like. So when you ultimately get to the level of where you're on top of your own mountain, you'll be able to say that I didn't just levitate to this level. I was, I did this level. I got to this level step by step by step. And that's what I got from um, day four of the summit. And you gotta understand that you are of you are you are of value whether you realize it or not. 
you are of significant value because you were allowed to come into this planet. Now, what you got to do is you can't go destroying that because somebody says something bad about you or someone may have a perception about you that may not even be real. But even if they think it's real in their mind, you don't have time to waste on that. You got to get to chasing your dreams and your goals and your aspirations. And as you go and people kind of see that you, then they might want to run with you. And if they want to run with you, then it becomes your pact. And when it becomes your pact, then everybody knows that what goes on this table is for the whole team. And that what we're doing is we're trying to build a legacy so that one day when people look back at everything that we've done, they'll see what we've accomplished. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining me today. And in closing, I have six quotes for you. One is from Dr. Napoleon Hill. One is from Antonio T. Smith, Jr., One is from Eric Thomas. One is from Tony Robbins. One is from Les Brown. And the final one is from me. Dr. Hill says, if the mind can't conceive it and believe it, then the mind can't achieve it. And even when you're trying to build your organization from the ground up, it's going to be you first. But if you believe it and conceive it, then you will achieve it. Antonio T. Smith Jr. says, you can't plant better, you can't dominate. And when you're running with a pact, you just got to know your role. And when you play your role, you play your role like an expert. And your thoughts and your dreams and your goals are all tied to the same table. And your thoughts and your dreams and your goal is not about you trying to dominate the team. It's just that you're trying to dominate your own thoughts so you can make your dreams and goals a reality. E.T. says, make the rest of your life the best of your life. And when you get with this pack, man, and you know that you guys are going in the same direction, like even when I listen to him on the podcast with the guys that he started with, they all have fun because they they struggle together to get to where they are. And there doesn't seem to be any tension between them. But every time they get on the podcast, they try to feed into you what it takes for you to achieve your dream and goal. And this is what you need. And when you start doing that, the rest of your life become the best of your life. Do you know why? Because you're in the moment of your dreams and your goals is the thing that you strive for so long and now you're finally there and you can't help but to be happy if you would have packed the people that are happy. And it's really hard if there's nine of you going in one direction and then somebody else going the opposite direction. It, it causes tension. So in order to make the rest of your life the best of your life, you got to be able to understand that we're all going in the same direction. We might have different, um, we might have different gifts, but the gifts feed into the ultimate test of what it takes to be successful. Tony Robbins saying, if you can't, then you must. And I think, you know, that that within itself is a mouthful. If you are trying to build something and you're saying you can't do it, then that's all the reason to do it. Because you don't know what you're made of until you actually step into the fire to figure out can it be done. And most leaders say, if you see somebody else do it, then you can do it too. So making the rest of your life the best of your life, you must be able to see those things as clearly as you would see the sun rising on a clear day. Mr. Brown says, uh, it's not over until I win. Eric Thomas was, was grinding, man, when he was doing the Thank God is Monday for free. He was grinding every day. He was trying to break free 
during the pandemic to become the successful person. And when he came up, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll succeed. When you when you when you get connected to the universe in that way or God, then you have things that are open up to you that you don't necessarily know that you tapped into, but it's not over till you win. Simply means that no matter what this is, you're, you're after your own goal, you're after your own aspirations, you're after your own table. And it's going to take a lot for you to do it, but are you willing to step in the furnace and do it? And when you do that, then there's nothing in this world that, that will turn you away from you ultimately want to be successful. And the last one is for me, it says life does not require more from you. Life does not require less from you. Life only requires that you maximize your 24 hours. And in doing so, you can have anything that you desire. Now, we're living in a time where you can pretty much do or say or be anything that you want. And you must be able to understand that the same 24 hours is granted to E.T. is the same 24 hours that's granted to you. Granted, E.T. success now started way back when he went to college in Alabama. And he worked it worked itself worked himself up to where he is now. So you have a starting point. So you have a starting point where you gotta understand that sometimes you're gonna walk out there when there's no support for you. But you gotta go because the same 24 hours is granted to you is the same 24 hours that's were granted to Napoleon here, rest in peace. These 24 hours are significant because they spend every cycle of everybody's life. And you have to maximize your time on this planet. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, until we meet again. Peace.